guys, welcome back to Max Out Girl. This is Sharbria Shine, your host, and I'm so excited because this is part of our love series. And so I wanted to do a love series just to encourage singles because I know sometimes, you know, it can get lonely, it can get discouraging, especially as you get older, or if you see other people getting engaged and married, you can feel left out. Sometimes I know you can feel like nobody's checking for you, you might feel hidden, you might feel like you're always attracting the wrong kind of guys or girls, and I just wanted to do something to encourage you guys. And so in this series, you know, I brought on some other uh, ladies and a man to really just encourage you to speak to some of the things, some of the topics that you guys want to talk about. We're going to be talking about um, love after divorce. We had an Ask Him episode. We talked about unusual love stories, advice to singles that want to get married, how to prepare. And so I just wanted to get on here um, and just to continue the encouragement. And first of all, you know, sometimes we can get really jaded as time goes on. If you're a little bit older and you're still single, you can feel like, you know what, there are no good men out there. There are no godly men out there. There are no men trying to live pure or women that are godly or they're trying to live pure. And we can really get jaded off of our experiences, honestly, or the experiences of those around us. And I want to speak to that and encourage you guys that if you feel that way, just know that the men or the women that you have dealt with there are so many more men and women in this world even if those are the negative stories that you've heard just understand that God has somebody for you if you desire a mate if you desire marriage and sometimes we just have to be willing to wait and to work on ourselves can that sometimes be discouraging yes can sometimes you get lonely absolutely can you get discouraged Yes, but you have to really dig into the word of God and dig into what the word says about your situation. Because if you really know the word, if you really have studied or you're learned, you really know that usually God does things so much differently than what we expect or how the world may view it. And I look at a lot of the stories in the Old Testament of how God really blessed people, but it took their faith. It took their determination. And the word of God lets us know and says, don't lose your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. And basically what that means is don't give up when it gets tough, when it gets hard even when the years pass don't give up on love don't give up on the hope don't give up on the dream whatever it is that God has put in your heart to desire don't give up on it because we know as children of the most high God our faith is going to be tested God is going to do something different in our lives and he wants to use the foolish things of the world to confound the wise in other words he wants to wow people with our stories like my story as a lot of you know it's unusual we met um, and then we were a long distance couple and then not only that Uh, We were a long distance couple and then about six months he proposed and then we got married within a year of knowing each other. That's kind of unheard of, but not saying that's everybody's story. So don't go out there and get engaged in six months. You really have to be led by God and know who you are, know what you want and use wisdom. But the truth is like, that's an unusual story. And as you listen to some of these other stories during the love series, you're going to hear some other unusual stories. The truth is none of our story is going to sound alike. It's all going to be different for you. It may be years. Like I didn't meet my husband until I was 35 and I got married right before I turned 36. So it's like, everybody's story is different Then some people's story is they they went to college with this person or they met this person in church they met this person through a mutual friend it took a little bit longer for them to get married or we I know of stories where they didn't even like the person at first but it took them some time to really get to you know know the person and for God to open up their eyes to the possibility of being with them because truly They weren't even attracted to them at first. And sometimes God will shield your desire for a person or blind you to who they really are because it's not time. You're not ready. And so I just want to encourage you as you listen to these next episodes, really keep your heart open. Uh, Our intent is to encourage you if you've been through a dramatic experience, a heartache, a divorce, or even you just feel hidden because you've never had a boyfriend before. Trust the Lord with your single season.
And the truth is, a lot of times we need to just get closer to God, get in his presence, learn who we are in him, learn who he is and how amazing he is and how he works, how he operates. His thoughts are not our thoughts. His ways are not our ways. The word tells us that. So we may be thinking that I should have been married by now. And the Holy Spirit might be thinking, who said that? That's not in my plans right now for you. I have it for you, but I want you to do A, B, and C. And then I'll bring that. But a lot of times we're so laser focused on, I need a man, I need a man, I want a husband. I don't feel like I'm really living until I get married. And it's like, God's like, oh my God, you have breath, you have life. You have, there's so many things that I want to give to you in this season. Things that I want to bring you joy and fulfillment and excitement, but you're too stuck in wanting the next season instead of living in the season that you are in now. And God wants us to have abundant life in the season we're in now, but the enemy would want us to feel deceived. He wants us to nag and complain and to miss out on the beauty of the season that we're in. And then how sad some people miss out on their single season because they're nagging and complaining, depressed and upset about being single and can't wait to get married. Then they get married and they find out, whoa, I'm still not content. I still don't feel completely fulfilled. I still have all these longings and it's like well yeah duh because first of all another human being will not fulfill your longings only God can do that and we sometimes get you know tricked into thinking it's going to come with more friends more status a husband a wife a job a promotion more money until you reach there and you're like wow it's good for a while just like when you get a new car and then it's like I want something else so it's just like ladies gentlemen please recognize there's beauty in your single season. I always say it, but max it out. Like truly get to know who you are. Who are you? Like find out your likes, your dislikes. Find out your pet peeves. Find out things that you need to work on. Find out your weak areas. Are you selfish? Are you a control freak? Do you always cut people off when they talk? Like these things, when you discover these things about yourself and you start working on you, it's gonna help you in your marriage. Trust me, I'm a newlywed. And yes, I worked a lot on myself and my singleness, thank God. But there are some other things that I'm like, dang, I wish I would've spent more time in that area working on it because now it's a challenge in my marriage. So it's like, you always want to work on being a better you. Not for a man to discover you, not for a woman to discover you, but being a better you for you. The only way in marriage you're gonna be able to pour out into your husband or your wife and be a blessing to them as if you're filled to the full. The only way you can do that is if you're in the presence of God, you have a strong, solid relationship with him and you know who you are, that your joy, that your strength does not come from your husband or your wife. So I just want to encourage you guys, if you're single, continue to trust God with your singleness. I don't care if you're 50, 60. I do not care if you feel like I've been a product of divorce. No one's going to want me. Now I have three kids. I don't care. God says, I have great plans for you. You have an expected end. He wants to prosper your life. He wants you to be fulfilled. He doesn't care about your mistakes. He doesn't care about your mishaps. He is going to bless you in spite of you, in spite of your decisions, in spite of your mistakes, in spite of your weaknesses. So I just want to encourage you guys, don't look at your situation and say, oh, that happened for Sharbria. That can't happen for me or that happened for her. It won't happen for me or for him. No, God is not a respecter of persons. The same God that did it for me or whoever else would do it for you. But it is according to your faith. Do you believe that God is a miracle worker? Do you believe that God is faithful? Do you believe that God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him? Do you believe that God is always with you? He never leaves you. He will never forsake you and that he cares about the things that are on your heart. He cares about your desires. Do you believe those things that God is going to come through even when it seems like he's not? Again, going back to the word, if you know the word, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, David, all the stories of the greats, 
There was faith test, great faith test. Even Job, oh my God, what a test. Great faith test. A lot of them had to wait years before they saw that major promise or desire come to pass that God put in their hearts, but they did not give up. And in the meantime, a lot of them made mistakes because they weren't perfect, but God's faithfulness covered them. And because of who he is, because he is faithful, because he's loving and never changing, he still produced a miracle in their lives. So trust the Lord. Do not give up. Do not get weary in well-doing. God has something great for you. And as you listen to these next episodes, just really, you know, take something from it. Take a nugget of truth from it. Even if it's hope that, man, if God restored her, he's going to restore me. If God sent her a husband, he's going to do it for me. If God gave her wholeness in our singleness, oh, wow. And then understand, let go and let God. Sometimes we get so stuck into how things are or how they always been or how they were for your friend, your cousin, your mama, your daddy. Get rid of those thoughts. If you're a product of divorce, okay, I understand. But that is not the way God intended for marriage to be. He still has a way to be able to show you, ask God to show you happy, fulfilled, godly married couples because there is a better way than the negative experiences that we have. We have to let go of our negative experiences. We also have to let go of certain expectations. Now, never lose your standards, but certain things, expectations of how you think it should be, how your love story, how you want it to be, how it's got to be. And God's saying, girl, I want to do a new thing in your life. I want to do something that you would never expect, but you're holding on to how you think it's got to be, and you're going to miss out on the greatest blessing of your life. So keep an open mind of what God is trying to do with you in this season. Stay faithful. Do not give up. Continue to read his word. Continue to seek him. Continue to seek out ways to worship him and to bless other people because we're blessed to be a blessing. And in your singleness, again, I always say it. Be well-rounded. Find hobbies. Work on you. Go back to school. Start a ministry. Start a little side business. Help somebody else through a challenge or a situation. Learn to play an instrument. Start working out. I mean, go on YouTube and find workouts, learn how to play an instrument, even online they got. I mean, there is a plethora of things that we can do right now, especially being in the house right now with social distancing. There's so many things. And sometimes we start complaining because we want life back to normal. And God's saying, I don't want life back to normal. I want a better life for you. I want you to really understand and discover your true potential, your true value, your true awesomeness sometimes we don't see that with the hustle and bustle of life we get bogged down with stress and anxiety and we need to stop right now in this season take a deep breath and look around and say here I am God what do you have for me in this season here I am God help me to mature in every area of my life here I am God help me to mature in the fruits of the spirit because whether you're single or married honey you really got needed in marriage fruits of the spirit like ask the Lord to make you a better you to bring you closer to his heart to draw you closer to him to give you a desire for his word to give you a desire for him to give you a desire to be a blessing to other people because again our life isn't only about us and I had to ask myself what if I was single for so long only because God wanted me to understand how it felt to be in my mid-30s still single no prospects how it felt to feel lonely and sometimes hidden and passed over overlooks how did that feel and I'm like If God had me go through that only so I could start the single and satisfied movement, write the book, start the podcast, encourage singles all over. If that was the only reason why I had to struggle, it is worth it. But sometimes we're so selfish. It's like, no, you know what? I don't want to go through that. I don't care about helping somebody else. I don't have to go through that to help somebody else. But it's like, no, as children of God, 
We're to be a blessing to other people. Our testimony should be a blessing to other people. Our words of wisdom and nuggets of truth, because we've had experiences with God and his faithfulness, should be a blessing to other people. So get out of yourself, guys. Get out of yourself. Stop thinking it's all about you. But one thing I can say is when you start blessing other people, God floods your life with blessings. It is such a blessing to be able to speak to so many singles and encourage them because that's what it is about. That gives my heart true joy because when I was single, I wanted somebody to encourage me and stand in the gap for me. And that's what we are. We are all a family, single or married. If we're children of God, we are a family. We are here to encourage each other. And I want to encourage you. Don't give up, sis. God's got you. He loves you. He don't care what mistakes you made, what sin you're in. Just repent, get back up. He covers you with his love. He sees you with the righteous robe of Jesus Christ. And he's saying, if you desire, our marriage Psalms 37 and 4 I will give you the desires of your heart but delight in him it says delight in the Lord he will give you the desires of your heart delight in him ladies spend this time in his presence you're gonna need it in marriage you need it in singleness but you're definitely gonna need it in marriage okay so just delight in his presence like I've been on both sides and God is the greatest lover that there ever is nobody can touch my soul my heart the way that God can. When I have tears of pain, no one can touch my heart like God can. And my husband is amazing. Thank God for him. He is so awesome. But no one can touch me like the Lord. And because I have that relationship with him, I could be a blessing to my husband when he needs strength and vice versa. When I need strength, he could be a blessing to me. And that's another thing. Make sure you are seeking after whether you're a man or woman, a man or woman of God who loves God more than they're going to love you so that they can listen to the Lord and his voice of how to love you. That when things go wrong, they're not just trying to, you know, be against you because they want to please the Lord. So they're like, okay, my wife is tripping right now, but I know I want to please the Lord. So I'm going to seek to still be a blessing to her because it takes such a higher sense of maturity when you live with another person and they may be getting on your nerves or whatever. Like that's where the real challenges start. And it's like, okay, God, am I really going to show love, exemplify love like Corinthians tells me to? Am I really going to display it or am I going to be all up in my feelings? We're human. We had those moments. But then the more you're in the presence of God, he going to check you like you're serving me. You're supposed to love because you love me. You're supposed to love unconditionally like I love you. Not just when that person does what you want them to do. So it's so much to learn in your singleness, so much room to grow. And I just want to encourage you guys keep pushing, keep going. God loves you. He has a future for you. And I just speak over your life right now that as you listen to these next episodes, your life will be blessed. You will be encouraged. You will be ignited and you will never be the same. So again, as always, thank you for tuning in, guys. I'm, uh, you can follow me at Sharbria Shine on all social media. Follow Max Out Girl on Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead and go to Sharbria.com for the Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment. The workbook and the book right now is out, Single and Satisfied. Also, courses, resources, and blogs are on Sharbria.com. And go to Sharbria Music on YouTube and all other social media to check out some of my new releases that will start coming out soon. So I love you guys. Stay encouraged. Stay on fire for God. Know that he is faithful and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So I hope I've said something that encouraged, ignited, and inspired you. And always remember to max out, girl. This is Sharbria Shine. Have a great day and we'll see you next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>